This is the Hilarious Society. <laughs> laugh about it, laugh about it, laugh about it. The most uncontrollable podcast in the world. All right, alongside me today, I got a really good friend of mine, Kaylee. Kaylee, how are we doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. She's got a smile, a lot of energy right now. Yeah. Mo- one of the most people I've seen with energy on their first <laughs> podcast in a while. Welcome aboard, welcome aboard. So yeah, me and Kaylee, we have class together. We started, you know, chit-chatting one day in class, and Kaylee, I'll let you tell the viewers as well, but you want to start your own podcast, right? Yeah. So I think this is perfect that we brought you on. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's right. You have good energy. <laughs> but before every podcast, what I like to start with is uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Um. Okay. Yeah. So I'm from Sonoma County. Let's go. Um, Sonoma. Yeah, Sonoma. There you go. Um, yeah, I moved there when I was about five years old from okay. um, Cabo San Lucas. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, so are you born in Mexico? Yeah. So dual citizenship? Yes, sir. Okay. Can you speak Spanish? <laughs> yes, fluently. Uh, no way. I did not yeah, know that. Okay. I know. That's Hola. like that, <laughs> <laughs> That's like my icebreaker. It's yeah. Really, like a class that we have. Oh, yeah. We're like, okay, say something fun about it. Yeah. Or yeah. we're two chicks um, alive. Yeah, exactly. Throw that in there. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So I've lived there almost my entire life. Um, I have a small little family. I have a little brother okay. who's like 16 now, so he's not really little. Uh, okay, yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> so is it just you two? Yeah, it's so us I, and then my yeah my parents. Same thing. So I'm like reverse. Though. I'm the little brother. I have an older sister. Weird. Yeah. How many years apart? Uh, like 10. Okay. We're, we're pretty tight. Though. We're pretty tight. That's yeah. it. Yeah, four and a half, five. Okay. But like we're pretty tight. We're like yeah, at that right. weird stage where we're friends now. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Before you're like, you're like little enemies growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I go to school here. I um am a comms major with a minor in journalism. That's right. Let's go comms. Yes, sir. And I want to go to grad school, get my master's in journalism. Um, it's kind of funny because people are like, "What do you want to do with your life?" And um, I'm like, "I want to have my own podcast." That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I literally. That's why when I was talking about that, I'm like, "Dude, you got to come on." Yeah. Uh, I think that's another good little quick question to bring up. A lot of people don't know what they want to do, and for everyone listening, that's totally okay. Like I've been there, and I'm still trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. but kudos to you for even knowing like oh i think i'm gonna try this out because yeah. we, we're young like now's the time where you try it it doesn't work out so yeah. you can always try something new yeah exactly that's awesome yeah all right so here's a couple icebreaker questions i love to get these going because they're just funny whatever okay okay so just why do random people photobomb your shit when you're out i <laughs> hate it like you know when you're taking a good picture maybe you and your girls yeah. are like looking all glammed up and then yeah. there's some random maybe for you girl or guy it's like What's up? And like the picture's good and they're in the background. You're like, how am I going to do Dude, I dated a guy who did that. It was like my least favorite thing <laughs> I was like, why do you Every do that? Time? Every yeah. single time. I'm like, he's like photobombing people's yeah. pictures. And I'm like, dude, it's so I just hot. want like, some pictures of my picture. girls. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't that. know. It's so annoying. Like sometimes adults think it's really funny. Yeah. And, like, and it's not. It's but, not funny. <laughs> it's not. But like sometimes there's like, I don't know, good pictures that come out of it. Right. No, <laughs> I feel that. Like I had a couple, I was looking, my dad came up this weekend. First time at Chico. Had a blast. Cool. He, he loved it. Yeah. But, uh, like, we take pictures and then, like, some random people would be jumping in the background. And I'm like, dude, I'm with my dad. But they're like, oh, it's you and your dad. Like, let me get in with it. I'm like, no, no, no. you're not. You're not family. You're not family. <laughs> okay, here's another one. All right, what are some key emojis that you can tell someone is mad at you? And they don't have to be actual emojis, but, like, let's be honest. Everyone hit you with the K. Like, texting character. Yeah, K or, oh, like. K, you know, something's up. Or a period. Yes, I have that period, on here, too. Period. The period is so aggressive <laughs> for, like, no reason. It's a little cutthroat. It's a little Cutthroat, or like, LOL, all yeah. lowercase. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Like, oh, how's your day today? Good, LOL. Good, LOL. Like, oof, or okay. or also just like the okay. Like, just oh, just K. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a little, that's sometimes a little aggressive. I feel that. Or certain, like, uh, uh, another one I always see is sarcastic laughing emoji. Oh, where I was like, my God. Or if I was like, oh, like, no way. Like, like if someone was mad at me, like, let's say a girl I'm texting, she's like, I was like, oh yeah, I went out last night with my friends. It was so fun. She's like, I bet it was. Laughing, laughing, laughing. I'm like, all right. I know. I can't believe Uh-oh. people still use laughing face, like, unironically. Yeah. Or you know what my dad does? I don't know if this is like an older person thing, but I swear I see it. My dad uses the side. The side laughing face. You know, the ones oh, where it's Oh, my like, mom uses yeah. that. She Dude, loves it. I'm like, dad, just use a regular one. Yeah. It's no, like. It's cute. That, that, that laughing emoji to me is like. So funny that I have to yeah. tilt my head. Like if someone yeah. sent me that, I'm like, wow, you must be rolling right now. Okay, Cause, well. Because <laughs> I don't think it's that funny. Yeah. But my dad, and my dad uses way too many. Like he'll use like, if, like nine or 10. I'm like, dad, you did not. Maybe Message two. Message delivered. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I got it. <laughs> exactly. All right. So one last thing. You actually brought this up in class. So I think it's perfect to add as a great question. Okay. How do locals from college view the city versus different than people that are transferred college students? Okay. So I'm actually so glad you asked me Yes. That Go ahead. Because Go we into did it. talk about this. And you were talking about how um, that girl you were texting. Yes. And she was like kind of offended by what you said. Yeah. Right. right in the last know. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, did you consider that like she probably views this town very differently than you know? And you're And you were like, whoa. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I've thought about a lot in the last year because I work locally here. And right. A lot of the people I work with are from here. And it's like maybe a handful of them are college students like me mm -hmm. that like from other places. Right. But a lot of them grew up here and are from here. And it's kind of interesting because I get to see that different perspective of like what it's like growing up here. Because like, like I said, I'm from Sonoma County, Sonoma State's right there. And it's super strange meeting people that go to Sonoma State and they're like, yeah, bro, like blah, 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 my college town. And yeah. I'm like, mm, no, yeah, that's, that's not, like my childhood home. Yeah. Like that's very different view, uh, yeah. point of view than I have of that. Yeah. So I think it's kind of, it's kind of unique. Um, but I realized that like Chico locals take their pride very seriously <laughs> very like very super serious. seriously yeah. and it's it's kind of sad because like kids come to college here and like, am i allowed to say fuck no yeah all the time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm leaving that in there too yes we cuss all the time with podcasts go ahead yeah like they just yeah. come and fuck shit up yeah. like you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah exactly so i don't know i think it's kind of cool yeah um I personally am not someone who would stay in Chico. Yeah. You know? I feel that too. I think it's a, like a little hidden gem. I think yes. it's cute. And um, it's a little diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a place to make good memories at. Right. And I think too, uh, I think that like Chico, like, yeah, you're right. It is a hidden gem. It is diamond in the rough. There is a lot of beautiful parts. Like take college out of it or the party in like Bidwell Park. Yeah. Upper Park's beautiful. Yeah. Monkey Face, right? Bear Hole. Like. There's some really quality plate like spots to go just for yeah. scenic views. Absolutely. Even like downtown. Is yeah, like and like the amount of trees, like just things yeah. that you don't even like think about because you like quickly get uh, I don't want to say desensitized, but you kind of become normalized. Yeah, by, we like, get used to it. Yeah, like, right. It's just totally it. day to day thing. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do think that like people do have to take a lot of pride. I think too sometimes it's take to, uh, it's uh, attributed to an emotional attachment, like think about the Paradise Fires. Absolutely. And how many people that affected, and how like. A lot of people just feel like, obviously, I mean, they came, not only did they, they lost people, you know, rest in peace, but they also yeah. came together as a community. Yeah. So I think that that's why, one reason why people have a lot of, not the only reason, but another right. reason why people are very prideful. Mm -hmm. And Chico is like a beautiful place, you know, and like you talked about, like it, it's a hidden gem, but I do think for me too, it's a great opportunity. It's a great place, but it is a little town. And for me, kind of what you want to do too, it sounds like, like. We want to go on to different, like bigger aspects. Not saying yeah, that Chico absolutely. isn't uh, big or, you know, it's it's great in its own way. It's just a different perspective of things for the listeners out there. But I definitely see myself in like a big city, like LA, oh, New too. York. Yeah, I want to go to Chicago. Right? Yeah, there you go. Like, I want to live in Liberty Park. and Get that um, different view. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, Chico's a, a nice little like baby step. It is. Like, it is. It's a nice little step. And it's like a family environment. So like, totally everybody knows is. everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of weird sometimes because like if you drive like far enough and by far enough, I mean like seven minutes out yeah. of your way, <laughs> yeah. um, you are like, oh my God, like there's families here. Yeah. And, like, these houses are nice. Yeah. And like, yeah. or also like when I'm at work, like I work at Dutch Bros and so right. like, people come through with their families and with their children or like coming from work. Where the hell are you coming yeah. from? It's crazy. Like, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's almost like a split too. Like I live here on Nord, right? So I'm on right. like downtown area. But yeah, you're right. You go like seven minutes north, you get yeah. to like Mangrove, Cohasset, and it's yeah. like family life. Like I know, literally like, two different parts of the city. Yeah. Or like during Christmas, like my roommates and I went like up towards like Sky Glass is the road, and okay. there's beautiful houses. Like yeah. I'm talking mansions. Like we're talking right. millions. Um, and they're all decorated with their lights on, and like we're getting little hot cocos and driving around. And we're like, this doesn't even feel like Chico. Right? Like, yeah. Like, it's like it's so crazy because you get like so, um, like you get so used to your day to day, like you talked about, like the parties or school or whatever. Like, but in our little two mile radius, Frankie's, yeah. Riley's, yeah. And then you, you literally go outside your back backyard and like like wow, what's this whole other area? And people don't even talents. think about that. Yeah. People don't think about they that. They don't. All right. So that was that was good. That this has got the we got the juices flowing already yeah. to rumble. Yeah. Yeah. So. I want to ask you some, like, I guess more, like, individualistic questions. So, okay. you are a president of a sorority. I am. A pretty prominent one, too. Very, very popular. Just right off the bat, how busy are you on a day-to-day -day basis? Because you have school. As you talked about, you Dutch bros. Mm -hmm. You moved from out of town, so you're, I'm assuming, living on your own, living with roommates, right? Yeah. And you're a president of sorority. So, and yeah. you have a social life. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, like, how busy are you on a day-to-day -day basis, I should say? Um, Okay. Well, it kind of depends. Right. Um, my work schedule fluctuates a lot just because, like, there's work, or I mean, there's I have school, but then I also take off a lot of work for the events that I have for right. sorority. Yep. So I have to make that up with like working earlier in the week than I like would like to. Um, but it's kind of hard sometimes. I'm like, wow, I really got this whole like organization thing down, yeah. and then like the next day, I'm like, no, life is no. your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, I well, there goes that. Yeah. It's also funny because like every day around like five or six, I'm finishing something. And I'm walking with a friend, or like I'm talking to my roommates, and I'm like, oh, 
I hate Mondays. And then I'm yeah. like, well, I always say that. And then Tuesday comes along and Tuesday's like just as worse. Yeah, so right? I, like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I try to be really optimistic about things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You see me in class. I'm there. Yeah. Like, you're happy? 75% That's right. Same. Yeah, same. I'm yeah, off 50. Like, yeah. We no, come and go. We come and go. Shout out to Colin 350, though. Shout out to Colin yeah, 350. 372. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, we, I think we have both classes. We do. Yeah. We see, we have, we have, we're call majors, of yeah, course. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, gosh, I did not think that it would be this overwhelming. Yeah. It is, it is overwhelming. I'll say that. And like, there's times where I am just like so dead and like I can't do a homework assignment because I haven't slept yeah. or I haven't or like, oh my gosh, my eating schedule got so bad this semester because yeah. like I didn't know when to like incorporate it into my life. Yeah. And people were like, okay, well, that's an issue because that should be a priority, like nourishing your body, drinking enough water or getting enough sleep or doing things that like you enjoy instead of just like day to day responsibilities. Um, But I think I'm getting it down. Yeah. You know? You know I, no, I think so too. Actually, sorry, real quick. Cause you, yeah. I'll, throughout this podcast, I always quote people because big readers you couldn't tell them yeah really like listening to successful people but it's kind of crazy you say that because and i can relate but because people might hear that and be like how did she forget to eat or like how do you incorporate it but there's this really great um quote the story from beyonce and when she was oh, making okay. a, she was making you like beyonce mm-hmm. yeah everyone loves beyonce. Mm-hmm. and she was making i don't know what album it was she's making one of her albums right and they're like beyonce like how do you like you haven't eaten in three days and she forgot she had been working so hard on the soundtrack that she had, she literally said, I forgot to eat. Cause like when you're yeah. really dedicated to something, yeah. like when I get hungry, it's only when I'm sitting at the house. If I go to the gym, it sounds weird, but when I go to the gym, get a good workout in, then go to my next class, then go to work, then come home and redo homework, I literally might go, you know, half a day, I'm like, oh shit, I haven't eaten. Yeah. It's only when you stop and think about and take Absolutely. eating out of it, just the small things that you, that you forget to do mm-hmm. when you're not busy. But speaking to someone like you that's very busy all the time, it's, Makes sense why you might forget yeah, to eat here and there. Exactly. I mean, I'm no Beyonce, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, in your own right, right? But like, yeah, yeah. no, definitely, it mm-hmm. is. It is tough, and like, it's kind of silly because even like the smallest things like sometimes slip off my mind. And I have like three different calendars that I use. Like, I use you my do. phone. I have. I've seen it. it. She's like, it. okay, I can get you in there, Nick, on uh, next Tuesday. How about four to six? Like, I feel like I'm scheduling a doctor's appointment. I'm like, all right, I'm like, lock me in, lock me in. Four, I six. have to do that though. No, like, that's I good really though. Do. And. um I don't know. It holds accountability too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there's still things that like pass by me or things that I forget yeah. or like things that I just don't do on time and I'm like, shit. But then yeah. I like think about like how much is on that plate that I'm holding and yeah. I'm like, no, it's okay. But um, yeah, it also like makes life fun. It does. And I think too, this is only something I've kind of picked up, I'd say maybe in the last six years, but and I, like I've literally seen you do a first hand show me your schedule book. But for those of you listening, I'm <laughs> telling you, you do, do 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 what you what you want. Like obviously yeah. this is all just you don't take device if you want, you don't have to. This is just certain ways we think that can might help you. But writing out your days, weeks, months, yearly goals, you know what, take all those out. Just your daily goals, you will feel ten times better at the end of the day when you go to bed at night. Because oh, there's days when I wake up like, okay, let's say I go hard on Saturday, I go to rise and I'm hungover as hell on Sunday. I'm like, fuck, I'm yeah, so super hungover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good today. I took okay. it easy. Yesterday I was dying. I didn't really drink yesterday. Um, anyway, but and I just kind of go through my motions like, oh, I might go to the gym, I might do lunch. But when I wake up every day, and for me, it's everyone's different too. I like to write my stuff out because crossing yeah. and like writing is like I'm a tangible, tactile yes. person. And also, like it's like that like level of achievement, like that little like yeah. satisfaction. You, you know physically I mean? see physically it. crossing it out. Yeah. You're like cool. Like sometimes I genuinely only do homework so I can yeah. cross it out. <laughs> yes. Like I'm like okay, well, I'm done with that. Right. Yeah. But with that being said, uh, you you're able to like see like these small tasks and they give you more and more pride. There's this really great book I've read. It's called uh, Make Your Bed. It's by Navy Seal. Literally the first step. I also read that book. book. High five. Let's go. Uh, but yes, first task of the day. My bed's not that great. My dad probably be mad. But it's okay. Uh, but it's to make it make uh, make your bed because it just gives you a small little sense of pride that you can go to your next step and your next step and your next step. Versus, like I said, when I wake up, I'm hungover and I just lay in bed all day on TikTok yeah. and I just don't do my bed and then I eat like shit and it just starts to trickle down until like I get anxious if I yeah. if I slack too long. So that's a really good point that you schedule things out. It's mm-hmm. it, it's definitely a benefit of success. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you this to one more thing just to go with being the president of a, of a sorority. Mm-hmm. How many members are there roughly? And like, how do you handle all those interpersonal relationships? Cause that's gotta be very hard. Yeah. Can imagine. Um, I am someone who is like pretty outgoing. Yeah. Like I. Extrovert find... big time. From one, <laughs> from one extrovert to another. Yeah. I totally yeah. need those energy from you. Yeah. And it's like not super hard for me to like kind of go out of my way to like talk to people, make friends with people. Yeah. Um, which is kind of why I ran for president. 
I, there's 136 members right now. Oh my god. 136, give or take, maybe two. So like maybe okay. like... Are those I'm, all active? Is yes. It, oh, all wow. active. Okay. Everybody's in it. Yep. Um, and I got elected in November of 2021 and yep. my term lasts until November 2022. Let's go. And I did it because, well, last year I started as vice president, which was right. kind of like more of like a behind the scenes, hands-on yeah. type of person. Like I'm the president's right-hand man and I loved it because yeah. I was like, okay, I have a lot of responsibility, but I don't have the most responsibility. Yes. You have um, someone that you can go to for exactly. help. Exactly. That was probably a nice little crutch. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like... Um, I learned a lot of things from who served before me because we became incredibly close towards the end because we started living together. Oh, um, nice. So you and the yeah. president lived together? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So we would talk, hang out all the time. And then we kind of created that like more like personal relationship where yeah. it's like, okay, we're not just like coworkers really. Yeah. Like we're friends and like that makes the job a whole lot easier. Yep. Um, and so elections came up and I was like, ah, oh, this is something I would love to do. But also Nick, like freshman year, I was the girl that was like, I will not be rushing a sorority yeah. I will not be joining a sorority right, right. I'm not that kind of girl yeah. I don't know not yeah. my thing did it fast forward two and a half years here I am yep. um, but I will say it is like the most rewarding thing I've ever done Yeah. Um, it is a lot of work and it's a lot of responsibility and it is tough to keep those interpersonal relationships because like genuinely I am doing this for the 130 people in my chapter I'm right. not doing it for me to put on my resume I didn't even remember to put it on my resume <laughs> until like last week <laughs> right. and one of my roommates was like dude like why don't you probably put that on that's a yeah. nice that's a nice subtle <laughs> like, flex okay yeah. I know right, right. but um, it's fun and um, it's it's like a pride thing like I'm very proud of the women that I represent so like I'm proud of the relationships that that entails because like it's nice being able to talk to those people when you see them that you don't talk to normally and just yeah. being like, hey, like, how you doing? Like giving them a hug and knowing their name and like knowing what's going on in their life. Like I really appreciate that a lot. And I just don't think I'm the type of person that like could be part of something so big and not be so dedicated to it, I think. Like if you're in it, you're you're all the way. Yeah, you're not going to half-ass it. Exactly. Absolutely. Right. And especially something that like it is... I mean, like, yeah, there's a ton of stereotypes about like sororities. Yeah, and, right. Sure, we all have made our jokes. Um... But it's a very empowering community to be a part of. That is something that, like, not a lot of people can do or be a part of. And it's not something that, like, happens very often, you know? Yep. Like, one day I'm going to go work for a company and, like, yeah, I'm going to have coworkers and friends and peers that, like, are my friends and that I enjoy spending time with. But, like, I'm never going to hold those interpersonal relationships that I do right now. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of – that's a great that's a great point to finish on on that uh, topic because – there's a book, it's called The Power of Now. You should read it. Mm -hmm. I'll like I'll give it to you if you want. But basically it's talking about exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It's like so you know that cheesy ass saying, but it's so cliche but true. It's like you don't know what you have till it's gone. Oh, like absolutely. being very present right now, being the president, being present mm -hmm. that wow, like I'm not gonna get this opportunity two years from now. This will never happen again. I'm gonna meet a lot of other great people. I'm not yeah. I'm not pessimistic, but being very self aware, like me living here at Legacy, like Literally five of these six houses are my, I can literally open the door. I don't even knock. Just walk in. Yeah. Hey, can I borrow food, blah, blah, or can I borrow fucking spray? Hey, yeah. do you guys want to come drink with us? Hey, do you guys want to go to the baseball game? Right? It's like, there's certain times in life where I have looked back, like for me with football, I played my whole life. And then once it was done, I was like, fuck. Uh, yeah. Why? Like, yeah. I wish I could go back to just one more game or play, you know, one more practice. And so or I- Or even have the same skill set right? that you had. What and like, I, I think about where I'm at now in my life. Like, sounds like you are also very self-aware too. And it's like. I do not take a day for granted when I wake up mm -hmm. here and just know that all my, I live with my three best friends. These are not, yeah. some people have roommates, these are like my brothers. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I hang out with them more than anybody else. So I totally can relate with what you're talking about because I'm in the same exact ballpark as far as I'm very self-aware. I understand like you don't get these opportunities often yeah. and cherish them because when the moment's gone, it's gone. And it makes you appreciate it so much more. Like, yeah, for instance, we're talking about how busy I am. Right. But it's like, yeah, I'm busy and like sometimes it's horrible and I'm so upset and I'm like, so flustered and emotional and I'm like I don't know what to do yeah but then like give me like 20 minutes and then I'm like you know what I'm good yeah also like ah uh, this isn't a forever thing like yeah. this is like it's remembering yeah to basically just calm down a little bit yeah it's a, cha <laughs> it's a chapter in your life that's gonna that's gonna propel you to the next chapter absolutely okay so why do you you talk you talked about in the beginning here why do you want to do your own podcast and what do you want it to be about and then ultimately what kind of message do you want people to like get from your podcast i know you haven't yeah. even like started it yet so that's yeah. you don't have to have it all figured out <laughs> but just like a like a, a rough general idea. yeah general idea what first of all we'll start with like like why do you want to start it what what made you like passionate about podcasting um covid really <laughs> yeah yeah so i listened to some podcasts mm -hmm. as 
um, a lot of people are familiar with, Call Her Daddy. Yeah, Barstool Baby. Barstool Baby. Um, Barstool um, Schnitt Talk by Ellie Schnitt. Okay. She did one a couple years ago, um, and she did it with her producer. Her name was Alana. They worked for Barstool, and I loved them. Yep. And actually, like, I love Call Her Daddy. I think Alex Cooper is hilarious. I yep. think she also is smart, and she's witty, and she knows what she's doing. And that, I aspire to be like that one day. Yeah. However, I could not go and talk about sex for hours. Yeah, yeah she goes into yeah, full detail. Yeah, she goes into ham. But yeah. she also is like finding like a journalistic route. And she's like interviewing yeah. people like Amanda Knox and like Playboy Money, or Playboy Money. <laughs> Playboy, Playboy Magazine. Money mansion, yeah. like models. And um, she's going a different path, which I think is awesome, um, especially because she's already so successful. Right. However... I want to start my own podcast because during COVID, I couldn't stand my family. So I would go on drives. Yes. And I would just listen to podcasts. Yeah. I'd waste my gas because I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't spending money on things. Everything was closed, but I would just have to leave. And I would just drive around at sunset and like listen to different podcasts, um, specifically like Schnitt Talk, Call Her Daddy, like a couple other ones through Barstool. And oh, Girls Gotta Eat is one of my favorites right now. They're pretty good. Um, But I realized like, I was like, I talk a lot. <laughs> like yeah. I can talk for hours. I can talk to just about anybody. And I was like, I would love to sit down and pour my thoughts out into the world and yeah. like talk about my personal experiences and like share my anecdotes about like friendships and relationships and boys and like college and life and roommates and family. And um, I don't know. I like to think of myself as the friend that like a lot of the friends come to for advice because like. I will be very honest with them and I yeah. will tell them the uncomfortable things that they might not want to hear. However, strategically, of course, like I would never yeah, be like, by the way, he's not just that, in- like he's just not that into Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he's no. more than a correct way. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to be that voice that like other girls are driving around listening to. They're kind of in a pickle in life um, or send questions to get answers. Um but that's kind of the main goal. Yeah. Like, I would just love to do that. This is, like, the first podcast I've ever been on. Let's go, let's and go. And someone needs to take this mic away from me no, because I'm off. having too much fun. I told you, it's fucking, it's addicting. It is it's so funny. I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll put you on all the um, uh, the media and whatnot you need to set up your own, but it's honestly not that yeah. expensive. I totally get that. I just think, like, there's um, a time and a place. Yes. And right now it's not that time oh, yeah. for me. Because you got a lot more going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, my passion project. Like, yes. that is going to be my, like... I don't know. Like you said, when you're in, you're all in. So exactly. when you when, when you have the time, in. you'll put it aside and you'll Absolutely. go all in. And I don't want to mess it up and I yeah. don't want to rush into it. Um, and I also just don't think that I've acquired, like, I think I'm a pretty smart individual. Yeah. But, like, I don't think I've acquired the, hmm, I guess, like, the maturity mm-hmm. that I want to have to be able to talk about the Right. So you're setting your own self-standard before you get into podcasting. Yeah, yourself. absolutely. Right. Well, I will say this. being Just the way you've been on so far, being a, pres- being a president of a sorority um, your own life experiences, you definitely have like the capability to do it now. But I cool. get, Thanks. I get what you're saying though. You want to build more, but yeah. never ever sell yourself short as far as like. What, and I know you definitely seem like someone that's a go getter. But just for everyone listening out there, like there is a time and a place. Like Kaylee's saying, she's right. But don't mistake that for someday, because someday yeah. is not a real day. Like, and I know what you're saying. I know you're yeah. going to like. I full 100 percent believe that you will become do podcasting and be successful with it. But for everyone listening out there, I want you guys to understand the difference between having a goal and soon, soon, uh, surely attaining it versus one day I'll do that. And then 20, 30, 40, you're 50 years old. And like, what the fuck? I, you know, now I got a wife, kids, a mortgage. I have a fucking 401k. I got a job. I have no time to do a podcast. Yeah. So I respect that. So always, uh, basically always go after what you want. And if you do have to put it off for a certain time, try and be yourself like, okay, two years from now, I'm going to start it. Yeah. Cause when you set yourself deadlines, going back to what we talked about with organizing, uh-huh. you'll find a way to get it done. Like one of my, Absolutely. one of my goals for the year, I have like yearly goals. One was like do 15 podcasts. And I'm like, I'm going to, this month alone, I have like five set up. Yeah. I, I just started really hammering down, but that's awesome. Okay. So let's get more into like guy, girl talk. Okay. okay. What are some <laughs> tips or tools uh, you use. Oh wait, that's the next one. What are some? <laughs> I'm like only girls know how to do this. No, what are some key signs uh, when you're out? And I guess setting could could matter. But what are some key signs that a guy should look for if a girl is single or if she has a boyfriend? Like, what are some tools? And I think it does take into account does setting matter, who she's with, yeah. and smiling because yeah. those are three things we talked about off camera. But yeah, go in. Okay, spill, um, spill the beans. So I am someone who is typically in a relationship. Yeah, I'll admit right, right. it. Yeah, I'll yeah, of course. I typically am in a relationship. Yeah. Um, however, I'm not at the moment and it's really nice because like I'm figuring out things about myself that I wish I knew years ago. Right. And I love it. And yeah. I think it's fun. And also like 
I'm 20 years old and I'm single. Like, yep. Isn't that like yeah. how it's supposed to be? <laughs> In college, know. yeah, exactly. I don't know, right? Exactly. Um, but it's really cool. Like I am like discovering new things and friendships and like discovering new relationships with people and f- figuring out what I like about myself. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Um, and, but also like I am learning major differences between like how to compose yourself when you are in a relationship and when you're not in a relationship. Um, for instance, I think, Ooh, I, I, okay. So as far as like personal experience, like if I'm dating a guy and we're out at dinner, Obviously, like, it's pretty clear that we're together, right? Yeah, we're you, on a date. One, like, two it's just you, the yeah. two of us. Yeah. Um, however, like, in a group setting, I think it kind of depends on, like, how that couple is or, like, where they're at. Because they could either, like, go one of two ways, right? Like, they could be, like, kind of like PDA, like, kind of, like, all of, like, making it clear that yeah. they're together. Um, or they're kind of, like, low-key and, like, kind of have to think about it a little bit. But, like, you can also have, like, a little bit of an inclination that, like, right. mm, maybe. Um but also then there's like girls who just hang out with guys and yeah. like, yeah, you're like, I have tons of female friends like that. Exactly. They're just my same, friends. Same. Yep. And like, well, me, like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And it's that, those are kind of hard to read too. Cause like, say you're in a social, like in a social junction, like a bar or like you're at a party or you're, you might even just be like hanging out with some people. Um, and you need to figure out if this girl is single or not. I don't know how like I don't know what advice I could give you right. however I know that like say I'm in a relationship I'm kind of it's tough because like I am an outgoing person and yep. like some people do misconstruct like friendliness with flirting Flirt, yep 100% and that's kind of tough sometimes because like it gets me in trouble when I'm literally not doing anything like, right intentions are pure um but I would say, like, if a girl's in a relationship, she'll probably be maybe a little bit more low-key. Like, she may, might be checking your phone more often. Um, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I got you. Because no, you, you're giving some good tools. I think, too, uh, for inside, too, is, like, as far as, like, yeah, relationship versus non-relationship, you're right. Because I feel like the majority of relationships are not PDA. Yeah, I they're not. are not. Especially at our age. Like, yeah. you know, we kind of grow out of that. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? It's not, it's like... You don't, and you also don't need to be PDA to have that research, right? Like if, you, if you like, if you like somebody, you don't need to be. Obviously, you can kiss here and there, but like you're yeah. not like fucking full blown makeout sesh while you guys are at the bar. And that's right? what I'm saying. I think it's like, yeah, exactly. That exactly. So because because of that, I will say it's harder for people to understand. Like, oh, is she taken or not? Yeah. But I feel like you can tell right off the bat sometimes, just because like for me, right? Like I'm, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm a pretty confident, outgoing guy. I'm not like cocky, but I definitely feel like if there's a pretty girl, like even if I don't think I have a chance, I just go up to her. Like, good because. Life's too short. To Life's not too do short that. to have regrets, and also, like, did you learn? You learn more from striking out with a girl than you do from from Being getting successful, right? Because, like, there's a lot of times, like, like I've gotten a lot better with rejection because Good. if a girl tells me, like, oh, you know, I have whatever. There's a lot of times where, I'm like, if I'm at work, right, I'm working, give a girl my number, and she's like, oh, I can't have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. I'm like, no worries. But it's the way that I can like carry myself after that I can see her smiling. She still tips me good, and it's like yeah. I didn't make her. If anything, I complimented her. Yeah. Because I have no idea, right? If she's Absolutely. with girls. If she's with a guy. I would never do that. It's yeah. fucked up. But if she's with girls. If she's with girls. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I think too another thing that we should talk about is smiling. Because as you talked about, and like I was kind of talking about, we are extremely outgoing people. And like, there's a lot of girls that I do find attractive. There's all the girls that are nice girls, but I'm not necessarily attracted to them. And it's crazy because sometimes when you know they're hitting on you, you can tell right away. Like, oh, she's vibing with me, but that's not what I'm trying to do right now. Like, uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm just talking to you as a friend, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that smiling is very misreading because for a lot of people that don't understand, especially with alcohol, when people are drinking, yeah. they, they overinterpret things. Like, oh, right. she's looking at me. I'm like, dude, she's just, she's just being nice. I know. So that's why I think that always go ahead and shoot your shot Kobe in the fourth oh my gosh absolutely and like that's something I wish I like was better at yeah like remembering like okay like what's the worst that's gonna happen they say no they say no (laughs) and as a girl like a lot more guys are gonna be like yes for you than girls with you because girls yeah I feel like it's just like it's kind of sucks it's the way society is like and it's not on all cases, so take this with the greatest of all listeners. But like for the majority, it's like the guys are going after the girls, right? And the yeah. girls are like, all right, they're coming to me. So it's like you guys are like pick and choose, like, ah, nah, no, okay, yeah. But the yeah. guys like, okay, it's most girls aren't gonna come up to me. I need to go talk to them. But it doesn't have to be like that. I'm just saying that's just kind of the way it is, at least what I've seen in yeah. college for the majority of people. But so let's say I'll give you an example. A girl smiles at you. I'm talking for the gentleman here, a girl smiles at you, approach her. 
if she gives you vibes right away where she's like, yeah, short with you, okay, dude, she's not interested. Take the L, leave. Yeah. But if she's like opens up to you, you can also tell a lot from nonverbals. Body language. Body language. Is that nonverbal communication? <laughs> two for two in class. We're going crazy. But no, I read this really interesting statistic in one of these, I forgot what book I was reading, but it's called the 55-35-7 rule. I think that, I don't know, whatever. It's supposed to add up to 100. Sounds up like to 100%, right? Some reps. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, whatever. It's supposed to add up to 100. I know that's not 100, but whatever. It's like 53, 75. I think it's, yeah, 53, uh, 35, 7, 7 rule. And basically what it is, it's uh, really interesting. Um, basically, 7% of what you say is communicated. So if I was like, hey, Kaylee, how you doing? 7% okay. is, is you're, you're um, internalizing what I'm, you're conceptualizing what I said. Okay. 35% is how I said it. Tonality is huge. If I was like, hey, how you doing today? Versus, hey, how you doing today? Yeah. I said the same thing both times. But one, I gave a fuck when I could care less, you right? You definitely got this out of a textbook. And then, like 3.32. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did not actually, but I need to buy that. And then, <laughs> uh, and, so then and so then, I know, I've been struggling in 3.32. That class sucks. But, uh, and then 53% is um, your nonverbals. And it's it yeah. makes, when I read that, like quick little statistic, I'm like, holy fuck, that makes so much sense. Because yeah. also too, what I've learned with women is women are attracted to confidence. If you go up to a girl shy or like, you're not sure of how she's going to respond, she's, you're already, you know, no girl wants an insecure guy. There's no between a shy guy and an insecure guy. But like, yeah. if you go up to a girl and you're like, hey, what's up? And like your shoulders are closed off. You're not looking them in the you're eye. Screwed. Yeah, you're like fucked. You're lost. You game over. Yeah. But if you go up to a girl... Like I usually like I don't know I'm like a I'm, a, I'm Italian so I'm talking with my hands all the time, but uh, like I don't know like uh, shoulders open, eye contact, Absolutely. and then you're saying it with um, with uh, conviction. Like hey, how you doing today? Versus like you mean what you say, right? You're yeah. not like fucking beating around the bush. Yeah. Your chances of even just because there's a lot of girls I've made like I try to talk to that they were my thing to become my friends because they had a boyfriend, but like oh you're a cool guy like yeah. blah blah. And so anyway, with that being said. I think that that 53, yeah, 53, nonverbal. 35, yeah, so it's 53% nonverbal, 35% tonality, so the, the way in which you say it, and only 7% is what you say. Yeah, it's I huge. think nonverbal communication is incredibly underestimated. Yes. Like, people do not take it into consideration enough, yep. especially, like, for instance, okay, I'm sitting here with you, I'm comfortable on this chair, like, yep. I took my shoes off. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we're barefoot We're barefoot. Let's but, go. Like, no, but obviously, like, I'm comfortable, I, like, am... You know, like we're engaging, I, yes, we're engaging, yes. yeah, absolutely. Um, but then, like, some people don't understand, for instance, like, if I were to turn, <sighs> <laughs> what are you reading a book over here? Like, 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 you know what, like, I'm, yeah. I'm hiding, yes. I'm like not, like, you know, I'm not as like open, and yeah, like, you're looking down, absolutely. Um, your head's away from the mic, exactly. Like, those are like two, like, very different situations, right? Two very different scenarios, and people like do not take that into the equation. Yeah. Like, they will not put in, like, you come up to a girl at the bar, and she's sitting there, elbows are on the bar, just looks over at you, doesn't even move her legs. Legs are a large, large indicator. Legs like, are a large indicator, okay, got it. <laughs> you're like writing that down, yeah, right? <laughs> like, legs Adding are to the note. large <laughs> indicator, <laughs> just a picture of a leg and an indicator, <laughs> indicator. no, but really, like. I'm sitting here. Someone comes up to me. I don't want to talk to them. I'm not going to face them. I'm not right. going to go out of my way to turn towards them. However, yeah, someone approaches me and I'm like, okay, like I could be into this. Yeah. I'm going to turn over. I'm going to like converse, converse, converse. You're uh, good. I can barely read. It's all good. <laughs> I can barely, I'm actually illiterate. Yeah. Um, but good. yeah, like I'm going to engage. Yeah. Um, but those, it really is like that body language, like the body composure and those non-verbal cues, the hands, hands are also big. Like yeah. I'm also, I'm not Italian, but I use yeah. my hands. I'm not, like <laughs> I'm, I'm gesturing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I, gosh, I will stand by that till the day I die. Like those non-verbal yeah. cues and the, that communication, like says like a thousand percent more than your words do, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cheesy as actions speak louder than words, right? I mean, how many I mean, times have yeah, yeah. Oh, I've used that know. in a lot of arguments. Yes. So, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, she's got that one in the back that pocket. That back pocket's right here. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's this really good uh, book. It's called, it's by Chris Foss. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's mm -hmm. by a world-renowned FBI negotiator. Cool. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I just finished reading it, and I'm also having this thing, it's called Masterclass. It's basically like one-on-one -on -one uh, they don't like talk to you in specific, but it's like all these snippets of them. It's like ushers on their step curry. Basically, it's like cool. the best of what they do. Anyway, so Chris Voss is a world-renowned negotiator. And I was like, oh, I just read his book. Might as well look, listen to his videos. Mm -hmm. And he talks about two things that work with any sort of negotiating or just communication. Yeah, It's called mirroring and labeling. Okay. So, for example, if you're talking to somebody right now and they were like, you know, like, okay, this fucking Wolf of Wall Street, some of this pen, right? Yeah. 
and I was like, hey, sir, do you want to buy this pen? It's five dollars. And he goes like, uh, why would I? Yeah, why would I? <laughs> that's yeah. my. That's right here. I noticed the Jordan Belfort. I, I, I love that movie. Anyway, uh, and, yeah, and, <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. And so, uh, but anyway, so in the in for example, I was trying to sell this pen for five dollars, and you're like, five dollars is way too much money. Mirroring, you'd be like, too much money, and you literally just fucking say the last three words. Like you rephrase it and they'd be like, well, yeah, you know, like I can buy a pack of pens for $2. Why would I pay this one for one? Plus I got a car bill coming up next month. Like I, I just can't afford it right now. And I would put, I would say like, well, right now, like, what do you mean? And then it's crazy because dude, these simple tactics, you're literally just getting people to open up to you why they can or can't do something. And it's not in a manipulative way. I want to get people to understand that, but it's in a way that's very informing. Like I can learn so much about someone's finances and then ultimately the goal is to try and get them to buy the pen. Right. Labeling would be, um, so mirroring is my bad. I, I mix those up. Labeling is when they say something, you say exactly what they said at the end and you just, you labeling. Okay. So that was like Mirroring would be like, if they're standing back, if they're a little uncomfortable, then I'm going to stand back. But if they okay. come in, like see it right, right now, like so, so constantly we're already, we're energy like immaculate right now. <laughs> Most uncontrollable podcast in the world. But like you're, you're leaning in, I'm leaning in. Your eyes yeah. can make, my eyes can make. You smile, right? So it's like, what it does is it allows that like fourth wall of like insecurity for people to be like squished out. And then they're like, oh, they're actually like, and it, it's not always good energy. Sometimes it's bad. People are yeah. like, when I was doing solar sales, nor, nor knocking, some people like, they could give a fuck to like get out of my house. Right. Yeah. So you, you're standing off. You're kind of just coming off at an angle. And then as they start to realize, oh, he's not bullshitting me. They open up, then you open up. And it's just yeah. like so fucking interesting because you can learn so much about a person through nonverbals and verbals and understand, dude, it's like a puzzle. Like, yeah. It's an equation. And also, like, I think, like, what's to appreciate about mirroring is, like, yeah. you are respecting that person's energy, right? Yes. Like, they are not going to respect you if, like, you are chaotic and, like, like coming at them and kind of crazy. And like I am. Stressing them out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, like, like, if I get an introvert, I have to tone it down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I am somewhat, I am definitely an extrovert. Yeah. But even sometimes I'll be like, whoa, like, that stressed me out. <laughs> that freaks <laughs> me out a little bit. Like, that was too much. Too much energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was too much. Yeah. Um, but mirroring, I think, definitely dismantles that barrier. Yeah. And it kind of creates this, like, common space and foundation for, like, you know, whatever's to come. You know, yep. you're selling fucking solar yeah. products. Like, Let's go. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, that would help in, like, a ton of different situations. Like, you're talking to a professor and you're kind of, like, you're going to be a little, like, scared, nervous. Yeah. Like, they're kind of scary. They're going to be kind of, like, gentle. Yeah. You come out, you're passionate about it. Like, I sat and talked to a teacher the other day during office hours and I'm just, like, making up a quiz or something and then we got to cl- like talking and I was like I hate school yeah. <laughs> like I was like I yeah. hate it yeah. and then they're like don't you want to go to grad school and I'm like yeah and yeah. I hate it yeah, like exactly. I hate it yeah. and it's just like they're like they're talking to me they're moving their hands out they're laughing right. they're laying back in their chair like yeah. we established that comfortable environment yes and I don't know I just think, like, all in all, a takeaway from this conversation is that, like, nonverbal cues carry, like, they are so dominant and, like, present in conversations, and people do not realize that. And I don't know if that's just because, like, we study communication right. to a literal degree. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think that is something that definitely needs to be, like, considered in absolutely, like, every situation ever. Yep. Um, but some people don't. Yep. And I think one final thing I want to go off on that is the vulnerability level, like you talked about, right? At first, you're talking to teacher, you might have been a little nervous. But then as you like opened up to them and they laughed and you could see their body language relax, Mm -hmm. you were able to be vulnerable and really express how you feel because let's cut the shit. 99 point, unless you talk to an open book maniac, what I mean, people can be an open book, but open book maniac is like, you're like, hi, my name is Nick. Like, hey, my name's Steve. My dog died before my parents divorced when I was eight. And by the way, now I don't know where I'm going to live next month. That would freak me out. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, so what I'm saying is besides that 0.01%, most people, even if they are extroverts like us. It's gonna surf it's surface level conversation. How's yeah. your day? Are you doing blah blah? blah. Yeah. What sports team you like? Right? You're just like and you're just getting to know people. But as you continue to work on with short term relationship, like a one time conversation, or long term where you see the same person multiple times, or people for that matter, like a classroom, the more that you um, are comfortable with, that, it's like it's you know it takes two to tango or more. Yeah. With body language and nonverbals, the more someone is gonna go from conversations of. Hey, how's your day? Or, oh, what'd you get on the test to? Hey, how's your family doing? Or, by the way, um, is everyone okay from that last vacation? I don't know. Like, yeah. you start to dig deeper. And when you dig deeper, you're able to extract more. 
but not in a way of like, like I said, because people, I think, might get it uh, mixed up with manipulation. It's not manipulation. It's you're extracting more from the person so you can understand them. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's like That's like the what, best like, thing you want in life is to, under, like, yes. relationships are the most important thing in life. And those are like the most prominent college relationships. Like I, we see the same people every single day in these classes, right? But yep. we don't see them outside of class. We hang out with them. We're going to dinner with them. We're going to the bar with them. Like, we're not partying with them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, maybe a couple of them. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was yeah kidding, you I know what I mean? No, no, I got you, you see them in public and then you're like, wait. You're in that class of mine. Yep. Like, the amount of times that's happened, it's like, oh, cool. Like, you've established that relationship, but, like, you don't know anything about this person. You yeah. and I, we talk, like, what, three times, like, three days a week in yeah. class, Snapchat sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> we've been planning this podcast for, like, two months. Well, here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Hey, real quick, though, so I know we have been playing this for a minute. I bailed one time. I think, did you ever bail? Maybe it was just I me. did. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. Once. We're good. So we're even yeah. now. I bailed, she bailed. So I'm glad we were able to make it happen. But yeah. back to you. Yeah. Channel 5 News, back to you, Steve. <laughs> good. And Steve, that's all for me. And we're going to send it back to the studio now live. Commercial break in five. Five. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Um, but, yeah. Uh, shit, man. I forgot what I was saying. Same. Um, I had something to say about it, though. I remember. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Okay, so, like, you're talking about, like, taking away these layers, right? Like, unlayering. Yeah. It's like peeling back an onion. Um, but with people. I went to this party a couple weeks ago in, like, March. And something I like to ask people when I get pretty close with them, like, not even pretty close, like, like coworkers, if we're like, say I work at Dutch Bros, right? So I'm like, take, if I'm taking orders with the iPad outside, I'm outside with the same person for three hours, right? We're to talk and eventually, I need, I need life advice. Like, I yeah, really I'm like, what's going on. Fuck, I'm bored out <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I like to like, pull the like, what's your life story question? Like, yeah. like what's your life story? You That's know, good, I yeah. ask like friends in class. Nobody ever has like asked me that in like, whatever it's like my mo like i just want to know like yeah. i'm like do you feel comfortable telling me or not right. but i go to this party and i'm talking to this guy this guy approaches me and i was kind of like you know i yeah. don't know if i turned the legs to him yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like <laughs> the legs, the legs were yeah but they weren't they weren't totally still though they, they were, weren't totally still okay. but like the body language was kind of opening up and we're just sitting there hanging out and he's like oh i know this like mutual friend that we have blah, 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 this is how I know her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, so funny, so like, blah, 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 we lead to talking, we're talking for like five minutes, and this boy goes, what do you want to do with your life? And you're like, and I'm like, let me tell you, yeah. Eric, let me tell you, yeah. but I loved it, because I was like, that is such a genuine and like, thought-provoking, but like, legitimate, genuine thing to ask a person, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're not just trying to get at this person. You're not trying to get their phone number or whatever. You're just like, what's your life story? Like, what Like, what do you want to do with your life? Or, like, I don't know, what kind of, what's your favorite, like, Thai food? <laughs> like, I don't There's know. so many. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, that's how you get to know. And um, Substance. Kind of substance questions are going to carry way more weight than, you know, non-substance. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because they're so compacted. Like, your life's, what's your life? What's your life story? What do you want to do? Like that is fucking. You can write a book, right? Literally, everyone can write a book about what yeah. they want to do and what they've yeah. done. And why do they? Why do they want that? Why don't they want yeah. that? And because of A, B, C, D in this experience. So I think that's a really good question because that literally just you get to learn so much about somebody. Mm -hmm. And okay, if you haven't read this book, you have to get this one. Okay, sorry, I'm always quoting books. It's called uh, How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's like top five success books of all time. Okay. Anyway, it was written like the 1930s, but it's still very applicable today. And what it talks about, chapter four is. If you want to make friends, talk to people about themselves. Yeah. Because everybody wants to talk about themselves. Right? So when you ask somebody that question. Yeah. And then you, you finally got to feel it from the homie Eric. Yeah. That asked you that question. Yeah. I was like, what wow, do you want to do to your life? You're like, dude, thanks. Now I'm about to go in because you yeah. care about what I what yeah. I think. And then I cared about what he wants to do. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, now that's me. What do you want to do? Yeah. Like, and what now are you instantly in? you're like, I'm going to remember this guy. Of course. Because I see him once a week and I'm like, you're the, you're the, you're the dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are the man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's, it's like such a good uh, way to make friends is to talk to them about themselves. And but, also those are like moments you don't forget yes, about people. Exactly. Like, people attach things like that to you. Yep. Um, and it's meaningful and it stands out because like not a lot of people care that much. You know? Yep. Exactly. So. Well, this has been a fucking banger of a podcast. This has been, <laughs> we've been, I only have like four things written down but I think we talked about 26. Cool. Uh, cool. I think we'll finish on one last thing. You kind of talked about it but I don't think really too deep into it. Um, as we talked about, right? Being a president of a sorority, work, school, social life. How do you how do you balance it? Or I guess you did kind of talk a little bit about that, but maybe to go a little further into it, elaborate further. What are some tips that you do that maybe people can use to help balance their life? And I know mm -hmm. everyone's different, but I mean, yeah. you're a pretty busy person yourself. So yeah. do you work out, read, read meditate, hike, alone time? What, yeah. like, what, what are things for you that help you calm down? As you talked about earlier, you said you'll be super flustered and then 20 minutes later, you'll be back to normal. Yeah, I'm good. 
Um, so what what are some things? I've always considered myself a pretty like organized and responsible person. Like right. I like get like I generally make my bed every morning. Yep. I have a little planner where I write what homework is due, color coded, which is kind yep. of lame. <laughs> with all the crazy highlighters. Yeah, yeah you see my yeah, little yeah, couch. Orange, like, blue, like, <laughs> turquoise out here. Like, brick red. No, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, those are things that like I've always just kind of used. Um, post-it notes. Um, gosh, I read. I really enjoy to read. Um, I used to not be a huge reader growing up. Um, I think it was because it was like mandated by education. Like yeah. I think education ruins like the passion for reading. Yes. I could talk about that for hours. Yep. Um, but I didn't want to do it because I was being told to go to school for freaking eight hours and then go home and read four chapters. And I'm mm. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. To. I just gave you a quarter yeah. of my day. And now you exactly. want me to spend more time exactly. to help. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I just think like it, there's, there's probably a better system out there to kind of like enforce reading among like younger individuals, but whatever. Um, I do like to read. A lot um, that kind of calms me down a little bit. I struggle with finding time to read and like being able to do that, which is kind of sad. It's one of those things where it's like, shit, forgot to eat a meal for like eight hours today, you know? Or it's like, damn, like I can't go to bed reading because I'm just so tired. And this is the only time all day I've been able to just sit down and like look at my phone. Or like, yeah. Um, But anyways, tips, reading. Um, Also, like yes, reading definitely. (laughs) In case you didn't know, we like to. Also, like, a, I, like for instance, have you um, read A Subtle Art of How of Not Giving a Fuck? Yeah, uh, I bought it, art. but I, like, I'm, like, chapter one. Like, I, I started, but okay. I've never finished it. That book, like, changed my life without me knowing it, and it's not even that great of a book. Mm. Like, it's kind of, it's funny, and it's straightforward, and it tells you things that, like, people already know, but, it, like, it's in print, and you're reminding yourself of it, and yeah. it's also, like, a credible source, author, whatever, that's telling you these things, right? It was a New York Times bestseller. It was a New York Times bestseller. As 8,000 other books. I don't even, real yeah. quick, I don't even know what kind of weight that carries anymore because I'm like, what the fuck? There's like I feel like every book is a New York Times bestseller. I'm like, I've never even heard of this book. Like, I know. I don't even know what this author is, but yeah. I have a sticker on it at Target. I'm like, yeah. all right. Like, fuck. Yes, I'll pay this extra $10. Yeah. For the hardcover, and, 30 Okay. Yeah. It's a New York Times bestseller. Exactly. Just flex on your friends. You're like, yeah, I've read like multiple New York Times bestseller books, but enough about me. Anyway, I continue though. Yes. But yeah, no, that book changed my perspective because um yeah I'm busy I have a lot of responsibilities I do school work whatever the fuck um but I read this book and it took a while I think for it to actually like kick in and like do its thing with my like head because I remember reading it and I'm like wow this is a really good book but I didn't like get in touch with it as much as I like thought I was because everybody was like oh it's so good like you stop giving a fuck about life and I'm like well I don't think that's the message but then like I started going through things and I got older like I grew up you know saw things through a different perspective and what helps me a lot actually like legitimately this is probably the best advice I could offer with like dealing with so much stuff at once um is uh, and people hate when I say this say this I dated this guy and I would say it and he'd be like can you stop fucking saying that like no like we talk about it I'm like "Mm." but I constantly remind myself that it is not that deep like things are not that deep that fight with your roommate not that deep you'll be over it over like you guys are gonna be fine in a week um, gosh, I have a fight with a significant other, an argument or whatever. It's not that deep. You guys are going to stay together. Like, still love each other. Yeah. Um, schoolwork, homework, you miss a five point activity in class. You're like, damn, that really affects my grade. Us two, two weeks, two times a week. No, literally. Like it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah. Or like small responsibilities. Um, it's just like being able to not like, you don't have to put so much pressure on things because like the more pressure you put on them, they're going to affect you harder. Right. And for instance, like I, even like me, like telling my professor, like I hate school. Like, I'm, I'm good at it. I excel at it. I, like, am great at what I'm majoring in. It doesn't mean I like it. Yep. I hate it. And because I look at it and I'm like, it's not that deep. Like, I'm here. It's like a business trip for four years. And then I'm out and then yep. I go into the real world. And then, like, I'm, like, devoured by fucking power-hungry lions. Like, right. it's... <laughs> kill or be killed. It's not that deep. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that helps me a lot. But, yeah, meditate, I guess. Like, <laughs> whatever, whatever you go, feel. Hey, these are just ideas. Work out. Eat your greens. Eat your um, greens. Get those veggies. Get those veggies. Actually, eat meals. Yeah, yeah. drink a lot of water. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, set aside time to have fun. Yes. And do the things that you enjoy and spend time with the people you love. Yep. I think uh, one final thought on that. Once again, got to shout out to Go. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. He talks about exactly what you're talking about. Uh in like his first NBA playoff, uh, they lost. He shot like five air balls at the end of the of the game for them to like lose. Lakers lost the, the they got knocked out. Anyway, yeah. And he said that night he came home, got the airplane, went to the gym all next day, and just shot, shot, shot. But yeah. he said he's like, you got to get over yourself. Like, so what? You missed five air balls. Like, so what? Like, you're not the only player on the Lakers. And to a much smaller extent, it's the same idea that what you're talking about. 
so what you strike out with that girl or so what you get an argument with your spouse or, or so what you bomb a test or exam or even fail a class. I mean, so what? Like there's always another day. There's, yeah. It's not that deep like you talked about. And you, if anything, dude, as you fail, you learn more. Absolutely. You learn through your failures so that you succeed and you go a different road so you don't yeah. fuck up. And then it feels twice as good when you fucking finally do succeed because you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. I fucked that up over there, but then it came again and I knew how to handle it. So I did this instead of that and now I'm successful and I'm reaping the rewards. And also like the satisfaction that you get is not because you're achieving something. It's because like you enjoyed it and you felt good about it. Yes. Like it's not because like, like you can literally bomb a paper, but as soon as you finish it, you're like, yeah, I did that. I, did I sat down and I wrote seven pages yep. and like you just feel good about it. And then you get a bad guy and you're like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like yep. it doesn't matter. Like it really uh people like give me shit for it and i don't know if it's like my like secret like hippie guru inside of me that is meditate, just, like, meditate. yeah that is just like oh man it doesn't matter but i don't know i think that go, like it interconnects with that whole like you only live once thing like yep. it's 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 one life yellow swag snap back some tattoos yeah that's what i'm saying go get that tattoo dude. that's right text that girl that's right <laughs> drop out of school <laughs> no what are we doing in college here fuck yeah. it yeah no, 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 uh no, but no but yeah honestly too uh yeah, there's a one more one more saying. I have like so many sayings in my head, but it's uh, regret feels is ten times more rant more remand than what if. Yeah. Because what if never went to the arena? What if never did this that that? Yeah. You, you can take that however you want, but just remember, regret is at least you did it right. Yeah. You bombed that paper. At least you did it. Yeah. Regret regret versus be like fuck. What if I did that paper? You don't know. You'll never have clarity. Yeah. And when you don't have clarity, that just drives people fucking insane. Yeah. Because like, you what don't if I, know. Like, text that girl. Or yeah. Like what if like. Exactly. I don't know. Like, what if I applied for that job? Like, okay, what are they going to do? Say no? Yep. Like, so what? And then you just, you gain, like, certain things in life you cannot teach. You yeah. have to learn to experience. However, like, obviously, like, you have to take this with a grain of salt, right? Yes. Like, you can't, like, use this as an excuse to, like, go, like, do something incredibly illegal <laughs> or, like, something. You're not condoning robbing banks here. No, like, no. But what if you hit a lick? What if? No, but I'm what kidding. if? <laughs> it's not that deep. It's only 20 mil. What are they going to do? Yeah. Arrest you? Yeah. It's only 25 to life. Like, you could yeah. get out. Yeah, exactly. No, no, but like, exactly. Like, it's it's something that you need to consider, but it's also not an excuse for being stupid. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right, dude, this has been a fucking banger. Great podcast, Kenny. Great podcast. Any final thoughts you want to tell the viewers? Oh, uh, no. I mean... <laughs> with all the talking today, she finishes with no. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, I need to go take a nap yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. All right, perfect. Well, once again, thank you for being on thank the episode. You for hey, me. you're I'm welcome. So we'll de- we'll definitely do it again. So I yeah. love having return I'll be back guests. In here. Final thing for you guys, as you know, the merch is out. I'm wearing the merch right now. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. We got about s- laugh about it. The most uncontrollable podcast in the world. The freaking texture on this thing is fucking Louis Vuitton. Who never heard of them? <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're only fifteen dollars. I got smalls all the way, double XLs. Uh, go ahead, hit me up on yeah. Instagram or Snapchat, and I'll get you guys one. Once again, laugh about it. Most uncontrollable podcast in the world. And finally, we got five podcasts coming this month. So fucking get ready. Yeah. Let's go.